<laughs> hey, it's Billy. It's Gabby. And we're back for another week of Change by Degrees. Yes. Um, so, I think actually you're starting us off this week. Yeah, this will be interesting. Um, okay, so today it's a little, I wouldn't say different, but it's not so much about in college, but life after college is the topic, which you have not reached yet. Not you have not. a few more, Soon. a few more months. So exciting. Um, but I've been out of college for a little over a year, a year and two months, mm-hmm. three months. So uh, I just really want to talk about life after college and kind of how stigmas play into what people think life after college will be like uh, and what it actually is like. So to begin with, what are some of the stigmas or expectations that people have told you about life mm-hmm. after college or that you've heard um, about people's experiences? What are some of the things? Yeah, so... Well, to start off, like the whole reason that I'm in college is because you've been told, even by my parents, not that it's wrong, mm-hmm. um, but everyone around me, like college is important. It's an, an essential step into mm-hmm. like a complete life because you need it for a job. I mean, there are a lot of jobs in the workforce now that do require a degree. And even now it's like a master's degree is what's needed yeah. in order to get anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like I didn't really want to go to college, but I felt like I had to in order <clears throat> to get a job afterwards Mm -hmm. and then going in like mason tells you like great job you're doing you're investing in yourself Mm -hmm. and you need to because this is what guarantees you a job after college and they even have a thing where they say six months after graduating you will be in a job in a well-paying job and they'll help you with like the interview process and like scouting possibilities and they'll be there every step of the way in six months you'll be set you will have your, your dream job and you'll, your life will keep going on the way you've imagined it to be. So honestly, I'm super excited. This is what my life is going to pan <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, um, it's going to be great. I know. Mason has your back the whole way. Every, all the time. All, all day, every, every day. Every, all day, every day, every step of the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's pretty similar to what most people um, experience or are told um, about what life after college will be like. And I think that's just because, I mean, first of all, colleges want you to come to their college because that's what they, they tell you that because they want to guarantee that, oh, of course you'll get a job if mm-hmm. you go to our institution, which, okay, that might be someone's experience. Like, I'm not saying it's not. There are, I know a lot of people who they got out of college and they got a job and um, they're working full time and they're doing their thing and they're getting money and like, it's great. Um, but more often than not, that's not the case. And I think that is one thing that colleges definitely don't tell you is that first of all it's okay (laughs) if you graduate in on may 5th and you don't have a job by may 7th um what are you telling me what are you telling me right now (laughs) it's i know it's like mind blown Mm -hmm. like it's okay to say oh yeah no i don't have a job um and that you're looking or or trying to discover what you want to do or Mm -hmm. whatever um i don't think that's a bad thing i think people are like a little ashamed about that. And I don't think that is necessarily something to be ashamed about. Um, Because in my experience, like I graduated uh, about like a year and two months ago and I was going into quote unquote the workforce or whatever and looking for a job. And I started looking for a job before I even graduated. Like I graduated in May. I started looking for a job in like January or even before that, because one of the applications I was turning in had to be turned in by October in order to be hired by that summer. So I, I, the whole year I was, I was looking for Mm -hmm. jobs. I was applying nonstop. Um, and I would get sometimes to, I would either get no callbacks or no emails back, or I would 
get a call back and I would make like just up to the line where they would start, they would choose someone. Like I'll get through all the steps of the application process and the very last minute or in the last step, they'd be like, oh no, sorry, we're going to go with someone else or no, we're going to go a different direction or whatever, which is fine. That's valid. Companies don't have to hire me. I'm not saying I'm like a great resource that needs to be hired by every company, but, um, and that's a whole other topic about how the application process has like completely changed. It's that's true. It's uh, you turn you you know electronically obviously. You submit a resume, and if your resume doesn't have certain keywords that this company is looking for, it automatically is thrown out. So no human ever looks oh, at your resume half me. the time. News to me. So which is a whole other thing and whatever. But anyway, so um, my experience was such that when I did graduate and I didn't have a job, it became like a frantic in my mind. I was frantically searching for a job and I was thinking like, what's wrong with me? Why don't I have the job that I'm supposed to have for the next 40 years till I retire? Like my friend does, why don't I? And um, in my mind, that was, there was something like wrong. I was like, what did I do wrong? And I'm thinking back over my four years in college and I'm like, what did I do wrong? There must've been a step that I did. There must've been a class that I, yeah, that I missed or like a class I took that I shouldn't have or a class that I didn't take that I should have. It was just every little detail in my mind. I did something wrong. Something was completely wrong, terribly wrong what what was that thing not that it matters either because it's not like you can go back and change that but um I mean but that but that was kind of the thing that I I felt it's easy to regret it's totally like stepping in like through college I'm like I totally regretted that I didn't start where I was supposed to but I felt um in order to get like the right job opportunities I didn't Mm -hmm. know what I wanted and I think that's hard some people don't know what they want to do going in I mean you knew writing yeah um but even then like you feel you have a bunch of resources, but you don't know if they're right or wrong right. and if people are really, really guiding you the right way. Yeah. Um, so thankfully, I've been able to find an internship in my, like, what I want to work in. But even so, like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Right, yeah. And that's and the other okay. thing. Like, that's okay. It's yeah. okay. And I, that, and I don't know. It's just so funny to me um, how people have this expectation that every young adult knows what they're doing. And it's like, well, dude, you're like 50 and you don't know what you're doing. What makes you think that I know what I'm it's, doing? Yes. Um, so that was one thing that it was completely new to me that no one had ever told me is that it's okay <laughs> that you, you're not hired right out of college. Um, and it happens to more people than you would think. It's just no one talks about it because everyone else thinks they're alone as well. Yeah. Um, just like with a lot of things happening in society, no one says anything because they think they're the only person who experience it. And the same goes for life after college, mm-hmm. um, I think. So that was one thing. Uh, but the people who do get jobs right after college. Kudos to you, man. Yeah, kudos. Yes. Fantastic. Get that money. Yes. Do your thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but for people who don't, that's okay. Um, and the other thing is to say, uh, going off of that, is like you don't owe anyone an explanation. And that was it's something that I had to tell point. myself. Um, and I don't know if people have even started, they probably have started doing this oh, to yeah. you, Millie. Oh yeah. They're like, well, where are you going to, are you going to stay here in this area? Are you going to move out? What are your plans? Are you going to stay with your parents? And it's like all these expectations yeah. of like, well, you're an adult now you're done. So you figured it out. And I'm like, no, I haven't. <laughs> I have an internship in a, in a field that I like. Um, but I really don't know every step. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I'm enjoying what I'm doing and I want to keep enjoying what I'm doing, but and I don't know why people, I know they're curious and they want mm-hmm. to like just find out things about you. But sometimes the way people approach it are super like, yeah. if I don't have an answer, am I a bad person? Am I a bad student? Mm-hmm. Am I not a good adult? You know what I mean? Yeah. And 
don't put that pressure under yourself. I've, I, when people ask me, I'm like, well, you know, I don't know every step of the way, but I'm trying the best I can. And I mean, I'm praying about it mm-hmm. and seeing where God wants me to be. Like, mm-hmm. even though I've dedicated, even though you've dedicated four years to something, doesn't mean that's where you're going to end up. Right. Um, and I mean, I switched halfway through college and started, to, you know, spending more time with music, but there's students who may, Even my mom, for example, she graduated in business and did something in in government. And it doesn't really dictate. These four years don't dictate the rest of your life. And people treat it as such. Mm -hmm. So don't fall into that pressure when people ask you they're like you've dedicated you're about to graduate i'm about to graduate and they're like so what are you gonna do with your life you're gonna go touring with some band you're gonna be this big time producer and i'm like nah i'm no. I'm, I'm working in my local church and i love it and yeah. i think that's where i'm meant to be right now and mm-hmm. that might change so yeah. you know what Calm if it down. does change like great and if it doesn't change okay you know it doesn't matter i think people and it like you mentioned the approach it, it's all about the approach because some people would come up to me Every time I would see them, whether it be once a week, three times a week, didn't matter. And they would ask me, oh, anything about what's what's your job opportunity? Any Have you found a job yet? Blah, 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 blah. Because I was doing, um, I was doing like three different part-time jobs the summer I graduated. And so I would see people kind of like on a rotating basis. And they would always ask. Some people were, like you said, the approach. Some people were very, they were just curious. And they were saying, oh, well, like, I'm praying for you. I hope that you that works out, blah, blah, blah. And I'd be like, okay, well, thank you. And then other people were just super, um, I, I don't want to say judgmental, but they would come at it with a very like, well, have you found a job yet? Mm-hmm. Are you still applying? Okay, well, first of all, yes, I'm still applying. I don't what am like, I doing with my life? I don't like, like, not, like not having a job. Like, of course I'm still applying. That's all I do all day, every day. It takes all day to fill out like two applications. It's a process. That's like a job in and of itself. Um, but, and it was just super, and I always felt like I had to have an answer ready for people because I never knew, like if I'm walking through the store at Michael's trying to get my craft on and then <laughs> someone, I, I can see you do that. And it, this is the other thing. It's always like, you know, your parents, friends or someone that you barely know. No, yeah. It's not Those like are the actually... people that are the most curious and you're like, you just want the tea yes, to go yes, spread to somebody else. You don't tea. care if I have a job yeah. or not. You just want to know. Mm-hmm. So you can there's say. There's more, you know, I, I would never be brave enough to say this, but I'm like, <laughs> there's more ways to have a conversation with me just because I'm at right. this age doesn't mean this is, I'm so ready and excited to talk about everything that's going right in my life. Cause it may not be all going yeah. right. So like, what are you going to do crafting? Like, yeah, might yeah. be a better way to open yeah, a conversation yeah, yeah. Instead with someone. Like, oh, what are you picking up? Oh, I see you're picking up some scrapbook paper. Do you like doing that? Blah, blah, blah. But That's no, it was always like, way. As soon, and you could tell, like the people lock eyes with you and you're, you're like, like Woo, want to run the other way? Here comes Gladys. I'm ready. I have Gladys. an answer prepared. <laughs> like she's going to ask. Um, and it, then it's the other thing that's really hard is t- trying to explain to people who haven't looked for a job. And I'm not saying this in like, I'm not trying to be shady, but people who haven't had a, they've had the same job for like 40 years, which is great because they found that career and they like it and they enjoy it and they do it. But it's like, you don't know what it's like to apply for jobs now because the last time you did that was 40 years ago. Right. So trying to help me is not being helpful. Mm-hmm. Like you're trying to tell me tips and do things and it's like, that's not helpful Especially in me. our fields. Like yeah. we do a lot of freelance and mm-hmm. I'm like, it's not like a consistent nine to five right. Monday through Friday. I'm like, I do this and I get this mm-hmm. amount of money. And then you don't know, you might have 20 jobs in a week and then you might have like 20 weeks with no job. Yeah. Um, Super like unreliable. Right. Sometimes. And I think people are like, well, do you want to, what people's experiences have been, they think must be the experience 
you're going to have. And I'm like, well, no, it's not like that. And it's not that it's not legitimate, but I think in today's day and age, like, it's just, our careers aren't built like that. They could be. Um, and I know that going in. So I think another good point, I don't know if you have someone in your life who's kind of guided you through this process, Mm -hmm. but for me, like I have great mentors in small group that I've connected Mm -hmm. with and they can encourage me because trust me, there's been, you know, after the end of a week and I'm like, I've had such a crappy week. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if this is where I'm meant to be. And they're like, no, I can still see, you know, God working through Mm -hmm. you and in your life. And you're not, it's a struggle right now. But they can share how they've struggled. And that's such an encouragement to me. Yeah. I don't know if you've had someone like that in yeah. your life. Because without them, I'd be, I probably would have quit or switched to something else. Right. Because I'm not seeing the results right now. Yeah. And that's the other thing is having a support group. Which is also something that I think people struggle with outside of college or life after college. Because everyone graduates. All your friends that maybe were your support group um, in college. Everyone goes to a different area of yes. the state, of the country, of the world. Um and you're kind of spread out, whether you move back home or you get a job somewhere else, everyone's just kind of gone. Um, and so that can be also difficult because where's your support system? And it is important to have a support system. And I had a small group as well that was like super helpful. And that's the other thing also like, okay, so your best friend doesn't live two houses down from you. You can text them and call them yeah. whenever you want. Like that's the Technology, beauty of it. Technology, yeah. the current day and age. <laughs> so your support what a time system alive. can totally be... Uh, I don't want to say virtual, but yeah. it can be over text. Like Skype, it doesn't FaceTime calls. Yeah. Like it doesn't have to be someone who lives right down the street from you. I still talk to um, close friends I had in college um, and, and we talk all the time or we talk once a month and that's a support system in and of itself because they might be going through the exact same thing. They just live three hours away, you know, so that's still a support system. Um, and I think it's also really important you mentioned kind of like how you wanted to maybe switch paths or you weren't sure if you were on the right path and maybe switching majors and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, that's the other thing going, kind of going off. Like you don't owe anyone an explanation. And it's also like whatever plan is set for you, that's what's, that's what's going to happen. Like, you know, whatever, whatever path is already like preordained for you by God, yeah. like you're not powerful enough to switch to that, switch, change it, to do something that's going to change. So preach. that's what I also don't understand when people give you crap about, um, what you're doing at this point in time. And it's like, who are you to say anything? Cause obviously this is what I'm supposed to be doing right now or else I wouldn't be doing it. Yes. So why are you, you can, I felt you know. like I've messed up and I'm like, well this, and it, I can say that already. I'm like, I think I needed to have that first freshman year of like computer engineering mm-hmm. to figure out number one, I want to do music because if I went in, I probably would have been like, I would have dropped out. I can tell you right now, I would have dropped out because it was hard. And so, and then the class where I'm like, I'm getting C's out here. I'm not meant to do this. Mm -hmm. And I had uh, my my youth pastor say like, no, Millie, you're meant to be in music, Mm -hmm. to be in worship ministry. Um, And I would, so many we have band rehearsals Tuesday nights and I would share like in our in our prayer circle I'm like guys I this professor hates me how can this be like what I'm supposed to be doing and I needed those people to be encouraging for me to you know stick to the path and you can have other people who may not say that and they might suggest but you need to you know have those encouraging other Christians in Mm -hmm. your life to be like no this is what you're meant to be doing yeah so that's super valuable to me I'm not there yet yeah but thankfully I know who I have to look to and who can actually you know people who to speak into your life and to give you advice you Mm -hmm. need to watch out not everyone can do that you know what I mean yeah they need to know you and spend time with you in order to don't let other people's opinions have a way that really don't spend time with you. Exactly. And that's why, and that's the thing that people will try to give you advice all the time. And it's like, okay, dude, well, you don't really, we've never hung out. We've never had a conversation. Why are you trying to, I know you're trying to be helpful, but 
please stop trying to be helpful. <laughs> and that's when you also have to just let people talk and you have to say, yes, okay. You know, I understand. That's really, yeah, mm-hmm. yep. that's helpful. Thank you for that, Gladys, in the craft aisle Gladys. at Michael's. Like, oh. you know, so, it, and that's when you also have to filter out and you have to just kind of tell yourself like, okay, what she said might be valuable to someone else, but it's not valuable to me. It's not valuable. And that's okay to say. It's not being rude. It's just saying, thank you for your opinion. I don't want it. Thank you. Thank you for, you know, telling me these things. But I, for me personally, it's not something that's ever going to be useful to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's okay to say that. Um, but when you do have people who speak into your life and are super supportive and listen super... To them. And yeah, like listen. And it's so valuable to have a mentor or someone who's just speaking truth into your life. Um, it's, it's invaluable. Like I, and I think it's, I wouldn't say it's, um, like people don't value it. I just think it's not something that people talk about enough. And it's like just having that one person, just one person. If you have five, great. But if you have one, like just one person to just speak into your life once a week or to have coffee with or to catch up with because, Mm -hmm. and they might need it too, just because it's your mentor or something doesn't mean they can't switch roles. Of course. Um, and it's just so important Mm -hmm. to do that. I think, it's important to get an outside perspective and to also have someone validate what you're feeling or what you're thinking. Um, and there's this great book. I'm just going to plug it cause it's fantastic. And I recommend <laughs> it to everyone I know, but it's I so it. good. It's so good. And I told, told you about this earlier in our text oh, message. Oh, it was yeah, one of the yeah. books. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's called let your life speak by Parker Palmer. Yeah. Parker. I know the last name is Palmer. I think the first name is Parker and it's really short. It's like mm-hmm. a tiny book and he's just talking about, um, how we are all born with a purpose. Like we're born with something that we're meant to do. It's from a Christian perspective, but it's, it's really, really good. Like for anyone, it's fantastic. And it just kind of, it, it, it's good for people who are either in college or about to graduate or even adults, um, who are kind of confused at what they're supposed to be doing Mm -hmm. or a little bit lost on what their purpose is. Cause that's a super existential question is to be like, what is my purpose on this earth? It's the struggle. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, we're all given like unique talents and gifts and, you know, Millie does music. I don't have that talent. I can't even read music. (laughs) I've heard her sing every once in a while. (laughs) That doesn't count. I wasn't even trying, (laughs) but I, I, I don't even know how to read music. I can't read music at all. Um, and if you want me to write a paper, you're doing basically (laughs) she's edited more than one of my college papers. Thank you, Jesus, because I struggle. Well, you know, well, that's the thing. Like you can't edit and I can't read music so Drag those me. are two I can't different edit <laughs> I can try you can you can edit mm. it's just okay grammar are you grammar the, is a struggle <laughs> grammar okay. is a struggle every time I read something you type I'm like I think Cobbles. I know what you're trying to say that's <laughs> not how you say that no. um but it's just we have different gifts and yeah. and that's why we also compliment each other we work well together um because the things that I know I'm bad at you're good at and the things that you're good at I can't do <laughs> so Um, but the book just kind of talks about your vocation and how, and your, he calls it listening for the voice of vocation. And there was one chapter that was really interesting to me that really affirmed what I was, what I already knew, but it just kind of affirmed what I knew and kind of brought it to the forefront of my mind to be like, no, this is correct. Like, I know this is correct. Um, and he, one chapter talked about, he was like, think back when you were a child, like what was something that you were doing all the time when you were a child? what was that thing that you enjoyed without any, you had no preconceived notions of what was socially acceptable as a job or um, no preconceived notions of what your parents wanted you to do. Hmm. What was the one thing you just enjoyed doing? And for me, that was writing. Like I remember being in first grade and I had like this stupid 
like notebook that was so like beat up. I can picture this. And yeah, I was like the nerdiest. It's fine. And um, I had like a little pen and uh, during school I would, I was a good student. I wouldn't write in it during school. But uh, (laughs) at recess, like our one hour that we had or half hour to like run around and do whatever we wanted, I would bring out my notebook to the playground and I would just sit there and I would like write these really crappy poems. That's awesome. I only had like like, five words in my vocabulary. (laughs) So they all rhymed really, really well because tree, glee. Wow. It was a lot of nature poems. You should release that. I was a romanticist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like a little Wordsworth. I was like, ooh, <laughs> like the trees. Oh my God. It's and the good. wind and all that. Yeah. So, um, and like, I remember thinking back and being like, dude, I love writing. Like being a five-year-old, six-year-old and knowing that this is what I'm meant to do, not understanding why, but just being like, I'm a good writer. Like I know that I'm supposed to write. Of course. And so I needed that reminder when I got out of college that I was like, I'm a writer. Like I know that. Um, and it was just a reminder. It's super simple to think back and think about things you enjoyed when you were a child, but it's also, well, it's simple, but people don't think of yeah, that. Yeah, but you don't think about you, that. I mean, so many undeclared majors, which is totally fine mm-hmm, too. Yeah. Uh, Cause you have to find what, what you do. Like I didn't discover, I was like listening to music, but I think everyone can say that. Um, but it wasn't until like high school that I was like part of our youth band, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like. I just play guitar. I didn't think of it like there was no, there's not a lot of money in that. Um, But yeah, I think that's a really good reminder and I might still read it because I think it's important to know, like think about it. Some people are like, just like this, but Mm. not everyone may be like that. Yeah. And just think about what you like. Yeah. And it might not even be that Gabby the poet. poet. (laughs) It was really, it was, it was really sad. Like I still, I was going to throw the notebook away when I was cleaning my room one day. My mom was like, oh, my God. And she was reading them. It was so embarrassing because they were all pretty much the same. Like I said, I'm, Trees, I'm like seven. Lee? I don't know any words besides like <laughs> like 10. You know, I'm still learning how to like spell my name. I don't even know. But I would sit there and it was literally like trees. It's gold. Sell it on eBay. Get a thousand bucks. You know, yeah. Dude, when I'm famous one day, y'all all yes. see. Yes. All see. It's fine. I'm so excited. Um, <laughs> don't be. It's gonna, it's I'll, be, I'll be the highest bidder. <laughs> I'll sign notebook. it for you, too. I don't even know if it's legible to other people. I mean, I know what I was trying to, like, write. but And everything's spelled incorrectly, of course. But it's okay. It's fine. Because it was... It was an artist's first little step. Yes, that's a little all. Vincent Van Gogh. I was a super in- introspective child, so <laughs> I was very... Um, all the poems are very borderline, like angsty. <laughs> but I was very angsty before it was cool. Like in middle school and everyone's like an emo phase. Yeah. I was like, dude, middle schooler being angsty? I was like a first grader and I was angsty. <laughs> like the trees give me all type of feelings. Like I was very like, wow. Um, but anyway, so that's just a little shameless plug for that book because it's fantastic and it's short and I think everyone should read it, but that's just me, just my opinion. Um, or listen to it. I'm sure they have like an audiobook. Yeah, I know some sure. people like hate Audible. reading. Audible. Audible, I'm sure has it. So um, it's really, really good. And I think you should, you should just do that. But oh. anyway, so Maybe. any other concluding thoughts? It's good. No, I think that's uh, really important. I for sure find value in that. Because like mm-hmm. I said, I have a lot of adult mentors who, I mean, have full-time jobs and are already yeah. rocking it in life. Um, but to hear it from you, like you're just a year off and I'm about to be there. You're almost um, there. I'm you're going to get to that. You're going to get to that. That afterlife, uh, oh after college life. Yeah. Um, but I that was some great advice. And now I feel a little less worried about it. I know I'm being lied to. but now I can your school is lying well it's it's, that's the thing like it's it's hard to because some people like I said some people literally go to school they graduate they get a job and they're like super I think especially careers that aren't like always creative engineers like engineers there's always jobs for you but creative types yeah it's hard yeah Um, the right brained of the world have a harder time also our brains just tell us that we need to be like free-spirited and everything and you're like okay brain please stop I need money (laughs) (laughs) exactly exactly so I think that's uh incredibly valuable to me so I I thank you 
personally. Yes, of course. And um, we'll be back with another regular episode, and those a little bit out of the the usual. Yeah. But I think it's really important because if you're in college, you're going to be not in college at some point in your life. Right. So even yes. if it's not a year away, you're even some if you're type a freshman, away. it goes by so think fast. Think about it. Think so about it. Think it about does. it. Think about it now before you think about it a month after you graduated, like I did, and had to like do some catch up. So ooh, ooh, quarter life crisis. Anyone? Anyone? Always. <laughs> Always. <laughs> Every living other day. Every other day, I'm living exactly. in crisis, which is fine. Um, but it's okay. Um, stay connected. Follow yeah. us on our social media. Mm-hmm. We'll be updating, updating with a few little stories, some funny bits. Yeah. We're crazy. You already know. Already <laughs> we have know. Tons of tons of content that we need to just throw out there. So. Exactly. So, but we'll see you next week. I'm super yeah. excited. See you guys. See ya.